0: Let's take a second to tell you about one of our partners, Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish basketball shooting machines are the most high-tech and durable basketball shooting machines on the market. Each shooting machine was designed specifically for high-repetition training to allow players to improve through technology. Dr. Dish offers game-like training to give hundreds of shooting reps in just minutes and provide powerful analytics to help players improve their game. Dr. Dish has also introduced Skill Builder, which is the first of its kind in the basketball shooting machine industry that enables players and coaches to stay connected, design and upload training exercises, and instantly receive feedback on their workout, allowing for real-time adjustments and improved performance. It is, without question, the most innovative basketball training machine on the market. To learn more about Dr. Dish, log on to drdishbasketball.com or follow them on Twitter at Dr. Dish B-Ball. Don't forget to mention Coaching You and receive $300 off on your next Dr. Dish purchase. That's right. Mention Coaching You or the podcast and get $300 off your Dr. Dish. Fast Model Sports is the world's most versatile basketball coaching software to help power your preparation. FastModel has developed the industry's best coaching software, including the number one play diagramming and playbook software, FastDraw. FastDraw bridges the gap between whiteboarding and the digital world with an incredibly easy-to-use interface that can be used on both your computer and your iPad, providing maximum portability for your own personal play and drill database. doesn't stop there. Along with FastDraw, they have other great programs such as FastCout, which I have used, which helps coaches create clean professional sky reports customized for your team. Fast model is trusted and used by every NBA team and WNBA team and 85% of division one college teams and over 8,000 high school and youth teams from over 75 countries around the world. In addition to a great product, they also provide basketball coaching resources through their blog and play bank, which features over 5,000 free plays and drills for their online coaching community for access to, To these plays and more information, visit fastmodelsports.com or follow them on Twitter at Fastmodel. Hey, this is the coach Brendan Sir. Want to let you in on something that happened over the final four weekend. Fast model and coaching you co-sponsored one of the neatest events that I've ever taken part in. It was called the Next Gen Coaches Forum. This was five head coaches in college basketball sharing their philosophy and thoughts in a conversation that I was leading with them on how to become a head coach and more importantly, how to be a better assistant to prepare yourself to be there. We recorded the sessions. It's a two and a half hour video that I think you'll just absolutely love. Uh, We have priced it at only $39 so that every guy that's in college coaching whether you're a staff member you're in any kind of ops or support staff or assistant coach this is a must get for your profession it's like buying a great book because it's not me this is this is david patrick the head coach at cal riverside this is mike boyton the head coach of oklahoma state this is Donnie Jones, the new head coach at Stetson University. This is Bob Ritchie from Furman University, one of the youngest coaches in college basketball and is an absolute superstar. And then, of course, Conzo Martin, the head coach at University of Missouri. You're going to find from these five men a total selfless investment in you to develop you. This is a must-listen, must-watch opportunity for you to learn and grow. Please take advantage of it. Go to coachingyoulive.com forward slash next gen. That's N-E-X-T-G-E-N. Please take advantage of this learning opportunity for you to grow and get better. Hey, welcome to another Coaching U podcast with the coach Brendan Sir. I'm so excited today. Uh, Greg Gary, uh, one of my favorite assistant coaches in, in college basketball, uh, someone that we got to spend a lot of time with at Coaching You when we would work uh, with the Purdue staff. And Greg, I, welcome to the podcast, my friend.
1: Thank you, Brennan. I appreciate it. And and I'm, I want to know how many other people you said, one of your favorites.
0: No, no, I, I, <laughs> <I'm> certainly <kidding. laughs> no, you know, uh, you know what? That's that's a good point, because, you know, I like good people and right. I in I usually try to only have good people on our podcast. So I do say it at least once a week on our podcast. You're right. But, you know, the thing is about you. Uh, and you're now the new head coach of the Mercer University Bears in Macon, Georgia. Congratulations on that, my friend.
1: Thank you. I'm I'm really excited. that, You know, as I told them in the press conference, I told our guys that Mercer to me checks off a lot of ba- uh, boxes with, you know, being in the area that you can recruit, uh, being a being a very good academic school that has a good reputation. They've won here. They're in a good conference. Uh, the support is there, the athletic director, the president. So, I mean, you start checking those boxes off that that's why I'm, I'm really excited to be here.
0: You know, I was referencing, uh, your time at Purdue and, uh, you know, uh, I, I, you know, obviously I work with a lot of coaches and I watch a million games and, uh, If I'm anything, I I could consider myself as a third-party expert on style of play of college teams. And uh, I think your offense that you had the last couple of years at Purdue was as good as anything I've ever seen in college basketball. How did you put that all together? And I know Matt gives you so much freedom to do stuff. How did you evolve to that? Because it's an unusual style of play. It's not, you know, like one of those things where we see other coaches – and I hate to say this, so many guys run all the same stuff. Okay. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. How did you come up with a unique style like that?
1: Well, well first, I, I wouldn't – I mean, Matt Painter, I learned so much from him. Uh, I wouldn't be sitting here uh, as a head coach for Mercer if it was not for him um, just because he, I, I learned so much. He's well-respected. Um you know, and he was able to he just gave me the freedom to be able to do offensively, uh, and just let me run with it. And and there were some basic series or basic stuff that we started with. Um, and then the more he just said, you know what, I'm just gonna give it to you. And so my thinking was obviously it, it helps when you have Carson Edwards and Ryan Klein who are shooting bombs out there, it makes right. all your sets look really good. Um, but, and personnel is real important, but I, I just felt like I just always wanted to kind of keep getting counters to certain action. Cause my thinking was, okay, how are they going to take this away? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know a lot of coaches that's, that's not different than what they think. Um, but I think we just kind of evolved in it and, and so many defenses are going to play. We've seen it all the way they defend our action. Um, so I think it's just being able to have players that can understand it and make quick adjustments is, is really a big part of it too. Uh, but just being able to, to do it like in practice, like coach Painter would give me, you know, a certain amount of time, 15 minutes a day for the most time Hey, you do what you want, you got it. And so it's just, you have to work on it. You have to, and, and, with the players being able to, they're smart and picking it up. It, it was a lot of fun because a lot of our terminology within our different series or sets that we run are the same actions. They're just in a different series, if that makes sense. So,
0: yeah, no, no, it does. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how, kind of how it started. You know, I also, when I worked for Robert McCullum at South Florida, he was a, he's a tremendous coach too. And he ran a lot of different series Um, he would use more of a number system within each series. And I'd like that. Like I, like, i like the fact that, you know, you could be calling 42, you know, but it might be in a different series as opposed to you have another number 42 in a different series. So, and by series, we mean almost a
0: set Go ahead. in a series. We mean almost what other people might call a set,
1: right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's because of within a set, I've got a bunch of options, that's you know, awesome. so, so I learned from him too, just from that standpoint, that's probably where I got just adding stuff and, and having different series, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of, just kind of balloon from there and, you know, sometimes you can overdo it though as a coach, and there were times when I did, and I said, you know what, I got to back off this. this. This is too much.
0: Well, I think uh, when you you know, and the thing that blew me away uh, again, I, I I'm privy to be able to come in, gain all access to a program, and uh, what I enjoyed about Matt was he truly is similar concept conceptually to a football guy in that he's a CEO of the program. He has complete control. Nothing goes by without his permission, etc. But he says, "Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, do the things within the confines of what we're, you know, our philosophy is, etc." And he, that means he has incredible trust in his assistants. Now, at the yes. power five level, you have that ability to go out and get, you know, really great guys. Right. Uh, will you be able to do that where you are now?
1: Ideally, I'd like to, but I gotta. I gotta spend some more time with them. I gotta coach them. Uh, I'm, and you know this. You have to be able to adapt to what you have. So, you know, it's just a matter of time and me kind of figuring out. Okay, can we we do this stuff? Um, Yeah. And we can we can we get this complicated or you know, I guess it is complicated because there's so many different options. But that's just a matter of one. I gotta recruit a little bit to it if that's the way I want to play. Um, but early on, it's just going to depend on, you know, who our personnel is.
0: Sure. Uh, you know, uh, you know, listening to you and watching you work, it reminds me a lot of the time I've spent listening to both coach Nick Saban and to coach Bill Belichick and that both of them having worked together in Cleveland, they share the same philosophy that, and, 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 you know, you talked in the beginning, Greg, about counters, which mm-hmm. is really basically teach, teaching players how to read defenses and you know how to react, right? And, Correct. And so, what what's both Nick and Belichick do is they take their guys that are going to come in and work on their offensive staff, and in the first year they're with them, unless they're a coordinator level, he puts them as defensive coaches because he wants yeah. them to understand everything that an NFL defense does. And if you're a defensive guy, he wants you to understand what offenses are trying to do. Cause he doesn't, you, he thinks you have to be an expert at the other side of the ball to be a great guy on right. that. And you know what? I heard That's that about yeah. Yeah. five, that six years ago. makes a lot of sense. Makes total sense to me. Yeah. And I, and I, and you know, and, and so I know, even though you're, quote, an offensive guy, you're also an excellent defensive coach because you know how every defense wants to play. And you've built your offense to counter great defense. And so I I just find it fascinating uh, to do that. Talk to me. I uh, I
1: would always, I would always, sorry to interrupt, I would always ask Coach Painter. I'd say, how would you stop this? because he's a really defensively he's he's really really good right at taking taking away actions if he knows what action is coming he's really good at okay we're going to take it away this way so i would always ask him how how would you stop this just to be able to try to you know see if we can't get a counter so it and and, hey it's real funny it's in the um what game was it might have been uh oh it's virginia game you know carson edwards was absolutely on fire so I'm scrapping a lot of our plays just because I wanted to give him the ball in space <laughs> up top, you know? So I'm, yeah. I'm like, shoot, this is, this is easy. We're just going to go to a single, single ball screen up top, give him mm-hmm. some space and, you know, let him play. So he was going and I felt like he was getting a little tired. Plus I just was like, you know, what? let's see if we can get Klein one here. Um, you know, cause they were so concerned about Carson and we run a play for Klein. We end up not scoring and it kind of, it wasn't real, real smooth. And, and, and Matt which he would very rarely would he say anything to me you know as far as run this run that it was every 3 or 4 games he might he might say something but he turns around and goes if you don't get the ball in Carson Edwards <laughs> hand he goes I am calling Mercer and telling them not to hire you. <laughs> uh,
0: that is the best no
1: this is hey this was in the, middle of the, the game. middle of the game I was like I got you I got you coach I got you my bad
0: <laughs> yeah, you know when you have greatness out there and uh, you know he he's absolutely one of our favorite players. You know, it's funny. Uh, you know, uh, you know when I met him a year ago, uh, and he was not yet. He was in October of his sophomore season, going to be a sophomore season, and and he was he was not, uh, you know, bought in totally. Is that fair to say? Right yeah
1: yeah it was hard for him it's, yeah. it's, he's been a he's just been a guy that the balls have been in his hands and he's had to just go do it and that's just who he is and that's what he's all that's and, what he's always and, known
0: and so after i'd met with you guys the second day matt turned to me and said try to talk to him and you know and <laughs> so i so I, I pulled him into the office i said hey listen do you want to be a pro and he says yes sir yes, sir. Great, great kid. Great kid. And I said, I'm going to give you a tip how to get there. Yes, sir. I said, listen to your coaches (laughs) because they are trying to help you and you have the talent to be a pro, but are you coachable? And I'm telling you, he became one of my favorite guys to play in college ball because of the way he performs. And
1: he he, he, he performs at a high level and he was always good to me cuz he knew I was running the play. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So no. we, hey, we had he had a we had a good great rapport,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> right. No, yeah. the guys that never got a shot they are like pissed off at you, you know. So I I I I think he's going to be a great pro. I really do i, I do don't too. care about I, the I size do too, or any that size he's going to have more
1: crap. space in the pro game in my opinion. Yeah, you Again, know I'm like, not an expert on that that but I, yeah, I just you, from watching it I think there's more space.
0: I think you know the things you did for him I think have prepared him. A lot of guys aren't prepared when they go into the pros but he's prepared. He knows that operating space and when he gets it going He's a perfect guy to come in and could have a Kemba Walker type effect, you know, on the game, I think, you know, he's dynamic and he's got great personality and he's a great kid, you know, so all those things and he competes, which is probably one of the best things of all time. Talk to me about Matt Painter. Uh, I thought you had a great comment uh, off air about, you know, who you thought he was (laughs) for coaching. And I think it's spot on.
1: Yeah, he, he, um, I mean, he's like, you listen to him, he's like the John Maxwell of college basketball. I mean, he's just everything he says, it's simple, but you, you, you think to yourself, why didn't I think it like, why didn't I say that? Or what that makes a heck of a lot of sense. Um, he's, he's extremely intelligent. Uh, he's, he's just, he's, he has no ego. Um, and And he's just got a good rapport with the guys with the players um he can make fun of himself mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it's it's really and and it's he's just not uptight all the time either you can do your job, you can do it at a high level you can work hard, but you also have to be able to have some fun with it and and i he he's he's tremendous when it comes to that he's he's also really good at being able to get guys to play their role mm-hmm. without tell without taking away without them feeling like he's taking away their game does that make sense
0: yeah oh um, very much
1: yeah so. it's really it's hard to do it's hard to do because everybody that comes in they think you know like Eric Hunter for instance our freshman guard yeah. he scored he scored a lot of points in high school over 2,000 maybe 2,500 somewhere around there I mean wow. a prolific score in high school where he comes to us at Purdue and he struggles and he it's hard for him to score and, and, but coach never, he never like got down on him. He kept telling him, keep shooting. Like it was just, and even when he was shooting in the teens, it, Hey, Eric, keep shooting, keep shooting rhythm shots, keep doing this. So he's, he's just really good in giving guys confidence and and not taking away from him.
0: You know, when I, when we walked in uh, last year to Purdue, within seconds, he said, we're going to be really good, you know. We'll win, you know, twenty plus games, and we'll we'll be in the NCAA tournament again. I never hear anyone ever say that in October. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, right. you know, I right. I'd be scared to say it if I was still coaching the Pistons and I had Isaiah and those guys. I'd be scared to say, "Hey, we're really a good team," because you know, you know, Chuck used to have a great saying: "Chuck Daly never trust happiness." You know, and so yeah. Yeah. you know, and but Matt was. He was. He didn't say it with any ounce of arrogance. Ar- he just said matter-of-factly, and I said, "Wow, I, it, it yeah. really set me back." But you know what? That's who he is, right?
1: It it is, and it's funny you say that because we'll be watching film, and and he'll get to talking, and this is early in the season, and you know how coaches are. Just like you said, you, you hate to say, you, you know, sometimes get to you know get ahead of yourself, but. And and I've heard guys they don't want to talk about the NCAA tournament like they that's yeah. that's on down the line, right off the bat. I mean, it's hey, this is we're playing for Big Ten championships and we're playing for the NCAA tournament, and getting that Final Four. Like you know, it, it wasn't it was out there. I mean, and guys, that that wasn't putting pressure on them. It was that's just what we do, and and I think it's more of a confidence and just a it's just kind of hey, this is what we do, and we're not going to hide behind act like we're not thinking about it we are thinking about it and that's what we're working for so i i think a lot of coaches just i don't know if they don't want to put themselves out there or what it is but he has no
0: problem doing that that interesting yeah when um at the final four you know we uh coaching you in uh, fast model we had a a really neat thing for assistant coaches. We called it next gen coaches, the next generation of coaches. Yeah. And we, and we really focused on trying to help educate assistant coaches on what's really important to make it. And I had five guys that are, were assistants, obviously at one point right. and now became head coaches. And we did a kind of like a podcast type of thing, but it was me and them up on a stage and just having a conversation like you and I are having now. And the wisdom that came from them to try to help these other coaches was one of my proudest moments in coaching because those unselfishness and uh, selflessness of these guys, just like you always do, to help people was off the charts. And, um, you know, if you, what would you say are some of the biggest things that assistant coaches or, at least on your path as an assistant need to focus on to prepare them to be a head coach.
1: Yeah, I I think, and and I worked uh, for, for a guy, uh, Perry Clark, who was was a tremendous tremendous motivator. I mean, he was, he was really, really good. And, and there were times and you know how head coaches get pulled in so many directions. He couldn't get to all the speaking engagements and it might be a small group or whatever, and as soon as, I mean, I knew right away, like I, I'm, I wasn't in this to be an assistant coach my whole life. So I wanted to be a head coach. So my thought was, okay, I went to cussed a coach. If you can't go to any of these, if you don't, I'll do it myself. I go, cause I, I want to just get used to getting in front of people talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that is very important. Uh, you just got to get out of your comfort zone, you know, and I was more of a quiet person, but I knew I I can't stay that way. I I have to be able to, to get out in front of people. So I would, I would volunteer to say, Hey coach, let me know. I'll go, you know, in, in your place. If you can't go. Um, I think that's important to getting out of your comfort zone. I think also like I want to hire, I'm hiring guys here that want to be head coaches. Um, I think that's extremely important because when you become an assistant, like I thought, okay, I have to, I'm not the head coach, but I have to prepare and do things like I am. How would I want them done? Um, I think that's important as an assistant to do that. And then it comes down to, and I learned that I learned this for the first couple of years with Coach Painter, I had an idea of, okay, I thought this player was good. This player was good. This would be a good one here. Well, you have to recruit to what your head coach wants, mm. uh, and, and what he feels comfortable with. And, and it took me a couple of years to figure out, you know what, I'm going to stay away from this guy because I know coach Painter's not going to like him. Uh, and so I don't want to waste his time or waste my time. So you've got to be able to establish that right away. In my opinion to, okay, how does my head coach, what kind of guys does he want and what kind will be successful in this program? Curious. Uh, I, I, I think those two yeah, things are, curious, are extremely curious,
0: important. Uh, now, as running a new program, how how are you going to do that with the guys you hire? I mean, so you have to sit them down and say, okay, here's what I like, right, initially. After a, a year with you, they'll figure it out, obviously, real quick. But is that what we're going to have to do in the beginning?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will sit down, in the, no question about it. Sit down and say, you know, because it's already – they're, they're not uh, officially on staff yet sure. but I've had conversations with them and they're eager and they're sending me stuff hey this kid <laughs> we got to offer him and we got to do this and then I I'm saying hang on I have not seen his transcript I have not talked to him have you talked to any and you know the response is well I talked to the coach I talked to his AAU coach I go yeah let's talk to someone who doesn't who doesn't coach him, who is maybe coached against him yes. or, you know, so those type of things. And I learned that from coach painter too. just being thorough and making sure you know, everything. Cause you know, their own coaches are going to say positive things. Um, you know, so we, what I've got to do is get them to understand. I'm not, I'm not being nitpicky here. Maybe I am, but this is how, I you might have worked for guys where you could do that but for me I need a little bit know a little bit more detail and dig in a little bit more on who we're you know who we're going to push to try to sign so yeah that that's important communication's huge um being able to communicate with your head coach and I don't want guys that are going to be yes men I want them to you know come with ideas and don't be afraid to express their ideas again I have no ego too so I'll, I will listen to it and I'll either like it or don't like it. It's real simple, and and I would say another thing for assistant coaches, sure. that are especially starting out, is you can't you can't worry about like you're going to get your feelings hurt. It's just going to happen, and you've got to have tough enough skin to let that go to then move on to the next. It's nothing personal. The head coach you're working for might or might not like a kid, or might not might or might like the way you've done something. You have to, if he disagrees with you, you have to move on and get, and don't get, uh, don't worry about the criticism.
0: It's a great point. You know, when I first started coaching in college, uh, even what would, we would now call power five, uh, there was a head coach and there was two assistants, right? I mean, that was it. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, and then I even went to another school that was top 25 program, but it was a Catholic school in the East Coast. They had a coach and one assistant. <laughs> and we're right. top 25 in the country, you know. You know. <laughs> wow, yeah. a- and then when I go to the NBA, it's Yubi Brown, Mike Fratello, and I. There's two assistants, right? Now there's more assistants on an NBA in some college than there are players, you know, on the bench with you. And, uh, and so what I've seen happen in the dynamics of it, let's say an NBA team, but I've seen it in college, is you talked about feelings hurt. Everyone wants to be hurt everyone wants to be a Correct. voice and I've watched and I what and I watched more teams at the end of games uh, you know when things are you're up 20, everyone on the staff has an opinion of who wants to participate when you're getting your ass kicked down 20 no one has any ideas right? you know exactly <laughs> and, and, and then all of a sudden I watched a team that we had worked with this year and we got in the last few seconds of the game, and we had talked to them about in like a, in october you have to make a decision of whether you're going to foul when you're up 3 or not but mm-hmm. don't decide in the last timeout what you're going to do because your players will not have practiced it and they won't understand what you're doing and don't you know they changed their philosophy in a freaking mm. timeout because yeah, some assistant yeah. kept harping on them no 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 we got to foul or we or he took the opposite approach, not the foul. And that team got beat on the three. And so, uh, but all of a sudden there's so many people and they, and people get their feelings hurt, you know? And I think yeah, that's, yeah. you have to, as a head coach, be a master. Obviously you have to be a master communicator, but to establish, I can't say yes to everyone, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I, you know, with coach painter, I learned real quick, like during the game, yeah. And, and even, even, and I think this is, this is another great point And I, you, you want to be heard as an assistant and that just, you just said it. Um, but I learned a great thing with coach painter is especially like, let's say we have a, a shoot around, not shoot around, but before our practices, we would walk through kind of what we're, you know, the other team stuff, and what they're sure. doing, um, and and I learned real quick because I, I remember asking him a question as we're about to walk on the court to go over defensively what we're gonna do. This is the first few years I was with him. Yeah. And he and he said, Why didn't you ask me that when we were meeting upstairs in the office? He goes, I am not gonna go over that right now. You're gonna throw it on me right away oh. at the last at the last minute because because he knows like his delivery to the team, we gotta make sure we're all on the same page. When we go over it with the team, so I, I think that's important, that's and, it, and it makes sense. Like, if you got something you have a question about, or you want to guard it differently, let's talk about it up in the office in the morning before, and let's get it hashed out there so that we can all be on the same page when we go down and present it to our guys.
0: Well, um, and, that that's a, that, that's a brilliant point.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's re- it's really good. So so during the game, he doesn't. I mean, he's he's smart enough to figure it all out himself. So I wouldn't. I I would not cloud his, you Mm -hmm. know, thinking with, hey, we should do this, we should do that. I I just learned he's got it. We're prepared. You know, if if we're not prepared, it's on me. I should have went over it before the game started.
0: So I I think that's good as a system. I've worked on college staffs, Greg, where all of a sudden, um, you know, I was new to the staff and all of a sudden the game's going on and a player and team gets – uh, one foul, and 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 one of the guys that's not even really uh on the court coach, yells, "Get him out! Get him out!" <laughs> I'm like, get him out! What do you mean, get him out? He's got one foul, you know. And right. that was his philosophy: get him out, you know. And, 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 and then you know, same thing: two fouls, get him out, you know, and all right. Of, right. And, and uh, or the better one was, you know. We had uh, when when I was at LSU, we had one of the best players in the world, Ben Simmons, and I'll be honest with you: if I was coaching Ben Simmons, his tongue could have been on the floor, and I would have taken him out. Cause right, Ben's, right, exactly. Ben Simmons is like Carson Edwards. Them tired is better than anyone else on right, your team. Fresh. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, it's
1: funny. It's funny you say that too, because as, as and this is this has <laughs> happened before, and you know this is assistance. You know, some kid out there might, might be frustrating or whatever. So you're telling the head coach, Hey, get him out of the game, yeah. get him out of the game. And you want the kid out. And then all of a sudden I remember doing it and coach painter goes, who would you like me to put in? <laughs> and so then I looked down at the bench and I go, Oh, he's got a point. So I ter- I had nothing to say. Like yeah. he was right. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I got it. You, you appreciate this. Uh, you know, so I, I, I went to the Pistons from the Atlanta Hawks. So I would UB Brown, Mike Fratello, you know, style coaching to now Chuck Daly totally they're they're really great friends to got guy, those guys but yeah. they're totally opposite as coaches so one of the first games i'm with him one of my best friends in life uh isaiah thomas is playing at home against the pacers so he's back in indiana where he went to college and he is god awful he is awful mm. he's throwing the ball all over the gym and i'm saying to chuck you gotta get him out he's killing us right you know right. And, and so we put in vinnie johnson and he makes about seven shots in a row, and I'm feeling good, man. My substitution worked good. Next thing you know, Chuck takes him out. He takes out the guy that made seven straight shots. He puts right. Isaiah back in. Isaiah comes down. He's throwing the ball all over the gym again, and I said, this is now the third quarter. We, every time we put uh, uh, we have someone else in, we're up 14, and Isaiah comes in and goes back to tie game. And so finally, in the fourth quarter, same thing happens, and I said, Chuck, you got to get him out. We're going to lose the game. And he says... You're going to learn something tonight. Just shut up and relax. And I'm like, now my feelings are hurt. And, right, and, right. And, now, and now all of a sudden we win the game. And as we're walking off the court, he said, would you learn? Now, this is, imagine this. This is big time NBA. I said, would you learn? Right. I said, that you, that you really don't care what I say. And he said, no, sometimes you might have to lose a game with your best player. Yeah. And I said, wow. He said, yeah. he's won a lot of games for me. And if he loses one for me, I can handle it. Right, right, and he was so right on. Yeah, so, right on. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, to this day, Vinnie Johnson's pissed off he didn't go back in. But of course, of you know, course, of course, that's happens. how they're
1: that's how they're wired.
0: Yeah, and, and so when when you when you are sitting there and and you're playing against Tennessee, let's go back to this game in the NCAA tournament. I thought you were involved in two of the most incredible games I've ever seen in college basketball with the Tennessee and the Virginia game, right?
1: Yeah, they were, they were big time. Okay,
0: so high level. Yeah, so I mean, like those games are going, and they're and the ebb and flow of those games, and your are calling plays and stuff like that. Give me your mindset as you're going there.
1: Yeah, my mindset is is really I'm I'm tr- I'm reading the defense. I'm just trying to see, and I have an idea how they're going to defend certain action because I've watched enough film of their defense throughout the year. But it still kind of changes. You have an idea going in what you think can work. Uh, and what can be good and then you also you have to watch and see okay is this actually how they're guarding it because you know with Carson you just you can't defend him the same way the whole game like I mean unless it's hard because we'll we'll find a way or he'll get going or get loose so what I was doing was just trying to figure out you know where my best option is going to be and sometimes you know, when Carson is going or the other team puts so much emphasis on him, you use him as a decoy, you know? And, and, and so that's, and if that's working, I'm going to stick with it. I try not to, I try We've got so many different options. I I probably overdo it at times, but I try to, if I run something and we get a really good one, I'm not going to run it again. I'm just going to save it because I know it was pretty open, you know? So I, as I'm doing that game or, or, coaching offense in the game, I, I really am reading the defense and that's one. And then two, it's also, okay, who's going on our team, mm-hmm. like Who who's, who's in a good rhythm. Uh, because again, Carson at times, you know, was not in rhythm and taking tough shots. And so you kind of got to get away from that. I'm like coach Daly. I'm still going back to him. But, but I want to take a little bit of break from him just to maybe get him to unwind a little, but also to maybe get somebody else going. Yeah. Um, and it depends on our personnel. Like, you know, we had big, the big freshman, Travion Williams. Uh, he's a really good low post scorer. So when he comes in, we try to just get some buckets for him just to be able to throw the ball inside. Um, and, and so it, it depends on matchups. There's an awful lot that goes in, and you know that, but I just try to yeah. stay focused You know, on on exactly how they're
0: defending. I'm so excited to watch you now because the Southern Conference is. uh, I I thought you know, you know it was such an incredible conference. They had four teams, maybe almost five teams that were NCA good enough. Okay. Right. Right. And 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 you have scared the daylights, the bejesus, as they say. Out of Mike Young, he got the hell out of here. He didn't want to coach against. Oh, I, don't you, so. know about that. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I got
1: to talk. Hey, I got to talk to him because you know how a lot of we just steal everybody's plays. Yeah. But I, I put in like a wrinkle uh, with our guys, and literally, it's I don't know one of these websites because my our video guy sent it to me. It was literally like maybe a week or two later that one of these websites yeah. said, "Oh, look at look at this play that Mike Young has." Uh, great action, blah blah blah, and so our video guy sends it to me, and it's 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 our exact play um, that I just put in like a week before. So it's pretty. I'm, I'm going to
0: ask him say, well, "Hey man, did you steal any of my well, plays?" You know, we had <laughs> we had Mike on the podcast after he went 18 and 0, just in the week in between that and the conference tournament, which they have a great tournament, in Nashville, as you know. And uh, and we were talking philosophy, and I've known him for twenty five years. And and uh, and one of my philosophies that I learned from one of my coaches that I had at our clinics, I looked at a play he ran. It was the exact same play that Chuck and I had run for years. And I said, "Where'd you get that play?" He says, "I stole it from you guys." I said, "Well, (laughs) I I just heard you lecturing on it." And he said, (laughs) "He said, Brendan." I gave you credit for it one time, but after that, I owned the damn thing. And I said, "Holy cow!" <laughs> that's a good so one. that's a good one. So that's what you can yeah. do. What, what's what's your what's your, what are you what are you trying to get done now? Right now, in, in is it part of your? Obviously, you're putting the staff together. But what are we? Yeah, the staff do? will
1: be here soon, next day or two, and then it's recruiting time right now. So as soon as I get off this phone, I'm I'm heading heading up. Uh, to recruit go to a, watch a kid and, and meet with him i yesterday was the first day to open back up so yeah. the the it's recruiting right now and yeah. uh, that, that that's a number one priority uh we've got a few scholarships and, and we got to get better so that's that's number one
0: priority well the i am a mercer bears fan because of you my friend so i'm so excited for you and your family your great family, uh, they're gonna really love that. Your that's, you know, spend a lot of time in the South, and uh, I spent a lot of time in Georgia. Two thirds of my life, I've spent living in the South. How about that? You know, yeah, that's guy, crazy. Yeah, I, I enjoy here. And I'm here, and you, guy from I'm Indiana. excited
1: about it. And and you know, a quick story for and this sure. is when I knew it, it was the spot. Me and my wife, we come here, and they're they're tour or touring the campus, and then we get to the facility and. And uh, walk in the locker room, and as soon as we turn the corner, we see this big sign with the sayings, and it was from it was from the Bible, Romans twelve ten, and it says, "Be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves." Wow! And and I My wife says I got chills because last year my wife and my kids all got a tattoo, and it was of Romans twelve ten. My gosh. Yeah, and she was. I mean, it was like just it was. It was perfect. So
0: I mean, it was like this is this is yeah, where I mean, we should be. That's like fate, and right? So, I mean, at that yeah, point,
1: it, really, it really
0: is. So no we're, matter we're no matter if m- about it. painter made the call, you're there anyway. Now that's <laughs> I
1: mean <laughs> hey, exactly.
0: That is awesome, Greg. I'm so happy for you, man. And thanks so much for taking time. And uh, I know it's your schedule so busy now, but uh, I want you're one of my favorites so i wanted to make sure that i I, I got you and i look forward to you so much
1: and i i I appreciate uh, our relationship
0: so follow my friend at coach greg gary and you will really be a fan for his and you might even see one of my plays on his website you know (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and you might see you'll see yours on ours thanks greg appreciate you all right see you man see you i'll tell you this guy can flat out coach if you get a chance Spend some time. He is a terrific coach and a better guy. So Greg Gary, the new head coach at Mercer Bears, uh, one of the really neat people in college ball, a hell of a coach, hell of a guy. Follow him closely at Coach Greg Gary. So till next week. This is the Coach Brendan Sir.